Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday, November 2nd. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It is 5.30. Welcome, welcome. I know I sound terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I uh, I was out sick yesterday. I, I just got something, and uh, I'm feeling a little bit better today. Good enough to come in, but man, it, yesterday was a rough one, and you can still hear it's it's just still in my system, so I'm staying far away from everybody. You, you Well, you don't sound that bad. I, I think we know you so well. We pick up a little bit of a difference, but you don't you don't sound like overly sick. But it, So you've been kind of uh, under the weather for the past couple weeks. Has this been a continuation of everything, or do you think you got better and just got something different? No, it's been a continuation. And here's the thing. I just I I just tell myself to fight through things mm-hmm. and I don't really like slow down and give myself the chance to, you know, so yeah. um, that's basically what happened a couple of weeks ago. I got sick and I would just was not feeling good at all. Um, and then I would rest a little and get a little bit better and be like, oh, I'm better now. And then like push myself again and then get worse. And then it all kind of came to a head um, on Tuesday night. So I get home from ghost walk and I was feeling okay. I wasn't like, I mean, I still kind of felt the lingering, but I wasn't horrible. But when I got home, I felt I was, my whole body was so sore. Like I felt like I did like a major intense workout or mm-hmm. something. And I was like, maybe it's cause I was, you know, kind of walking around, standing around. Maybe that's why. So I'm like, I'll be fine. So, um, do my work, go to bed, wake up at like just before midnight feeling just horrible i'm sweating i'm like oh my gosh i think i have a fever i run downstairs the only temperature thing i can find is the the gun that you shoot at the um air vents to find what it is so I shoot that at my head. Wait, did you have to be for a distance from that, or does that work? I, I, I just closed my eyes and shot it. And you it get was... mad to shoot you across the room. <laughs> One hundred. It, it said I had a fever. Then he found the actual thermometer, and it was it, it was uh, yeah, one hundred two. So I was like, oh, you God. were one hundred two. I was one hundred two. Oh my gosh! I was still one hundred last night. Were you really? Yeah, How were you? So did you do it this morning? I didn't do it this morning. Man, I, fevers I, are st- that, that yeah. stinks. That, well, that indicates infection. Yeah, right? mm, and so something's going on. I was convinced I had COVID. Like convinced, but for the past two weeks i cannot tell you how many COVID tests i've taken so finally i reached out to my doctor i'm like 
it's not COVID. I don't know what's going on. I am in a bad way. And so he gave me some antibiotics. He's like, you have some sort of infection. Gave me some antibiotics. So I started those yesterday. So I'm 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 hoping I'm on the on the road to recovery here. Yeah, hopefully so. Because I remember when he first started, and you talk about you not getting your rest. I remember you were just you you weren't feeling right, and then he went to that long NASCAR weekend, which I'm sure had you busy all weekend. He constantly had stuff going on. The fe- fever. What do you normally run? Are you like a 98 night? Because I'm 97 five. I I run under too. Yeah. I, I I usually if you're supposed to be 98.6, I usually run under too, like a high 97. So yeah, that I knew something was wrong when that was the case. And with the fever too, for me at least, so I'm right around 97.5 and if I'm like 98.5, which I know is not a fever, but I still feel, I would feel, I feel off because I'm, I'm up a degree. I think one degree, you start to feel stuff. When you hit 102, you're, yeah, you're in a bad spot right yeah, there. Yeah, oh. like I would start shivering uh-huh. and then my teeth were like chattering and oh. it was just like a whole thing. So yeah, but we're back. We're good. We're, we're getting, we're on the mend. What's funny is here's the dilemma I'm faced with this morning. So yesterday I was just out of it. Um, I didn't drink any coffee at all. I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, I was just like done. So that's the indication you're sick with no coffee. And my husband's like, do you want me to bring you some coffee? I'm like, no, it just sounds terrible right now. I can't. So here I am 24 hours with coffee. I make coffee this morning and it just smelling it. It's like not appealing. I'm like, hmm, is this the time where I cut caffeine out was this where i cut out coffee forever and stop this addiction that i have i've gone 24 hours without it is this the time that i say goodbye to coffee and i haven't drank it yet it's sitting here and i'm like i don't know what i should do um maybe go a day because it may be the sign that you're still sick if coffee's not appealing to you i bet if you go one more day and come in tomorrow that smells gonna be wonderful <laughs> uh, but but since i've already not had it should go I one just more day not try having it. it try what do you think steph should you try to go a little bit longer i think you should try going out with no coffee oh man it's tempting because it's nice and warm and i'm kind of cold in here and i'm like Ugh. but then again it doesn't smell great so this yeah is the perfect opportunity if you <laughs> wanted to cut caffeine out of your life what if this is a sign from the universe yeah from the universe for the past month telling mercedes <laughs> to stop drinking caffeine yeah, it's all it's been it's just like can you stop drinking coffee please okay we're gonna make you real sick yeah. Yeah. you're not gonna listen to us what can we throw at her let's give her a cough it's not stopping let's give her a fever maybe this will get her to oh, stop oh my gosh well, listen if you need anything from us let us know throughout the show if you need something or i don't know what we get you but if you need anything we're here for you yeah thank you thank and uh thanks everyone for their patience yesterday i know it's frustrating when you know you're like wait what's going on here so did you guys like here's my question do you guys do like heads up and stuff yesterday we just did we just did we, did, we still gave away the tickets we didn't do a contest or anything okay so we did like uh so instead of heads, all our categories everything's good all the yeah no no away. everything carries over but okay. yeah we gave we still gave away the doja cat tickets and the kelly clarkson tickets we just did caller 20 okay yeah sorry about that guys <laughs> no it still works no people yeah. still got the prizes they were happy like, yeah i'm sure i don't have to work for it this <laughs> yeah time. we're gonna jump through a hoop <laughs> can mercedes be sick all the time <laughs> oh man <laughs> all right well thanks for uh for being here with us you guys it's great to have you and it's time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode? Do you want to hear Mambo number five from Lou Bega? A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. Do you want to hear Most Girls by Pink? Those are 
are your choices. Get your votes in right now. You can do it a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us right now at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Coming up next. Coming up next. Mix 94.1. Here we go. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. So we wrapped up spooky season. But was there a song or was there music that scared you as a kid? It could have been spooky season related. It could be totally just not related. But what was the song or music that scared you as a kid? And what's the song that terrified one member of this show? We'll talk about that coming up next. But first... The votes are in, and Most Girls by Pink is the pre-show you pick them. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the Morning, pre-show you pick them. So apparently Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey went to uh, dress up for Halloween as Grinches. Well, they maybe didn't dress up, but we'll tell you why they were Grinches. Coming up next hour in the Hot 3. So Halloween is over, but it it still lives on with you. It it still frightens you, JC. It does, and, and I hear this song more around Halloween. And the song that I'm talking about is Rockwell's Somebody's Watching Me. When I hear this song, it takes me back to being a kid. And this song freaked me out as a kid. Why? The the tone, the eerie tone of the song, the theme of the song, I always feel like somebody's watching me. As a kid, I started started to freak out when I hear it. Like, are people watching me? There's a line in the song where he's talking about he's, he's afraid to take a shower and wash his hair because when he opens his eyes, there might be someone standing there. Oh, my gosh. And as a kid, like... <laughs> you, like, took the lyrics literally. Oh, I like, did. oh, my gosh, this man is speaking to me. Because <laughs> as a kid, there was that movie um, Psycho, and there was that scene in the shower where a person got attacked. And then I, I remember seeing that kid or that movie as a kid. And then hearing that song, it just... This song would just freak me out as a child. Was there a song that got you kind of scared maybe as a child maybe as an adult doesn't always have to be as a kid case in point Steph there's a there's a song as an adult that scares you yes and we play it sometimes and I get so spooked out especially if it's like four in the morning and I'm by myself the song heathens by 21 pilots this song here I feel like a ghost is about to pop out and weird feeling when I hear this song. Is it the song uh, is, is it the song or is it the frog that you can hear ribbit in the background? <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, that's like, all ribbit, I hear. Ribbit, that's ribbit. all I hear in the song. It's both. The frog is watching and it feels like a ghost is about to come and attack me. Oh, It's a creepy song. It's like a swampy feel to the song because of the, I feel like I'm in a foggy swamp and there's a monster around and as we hear the frog in the background. That is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it scarier than it really needs to be. I wasn't scared until you just said that. Do you have, do you have one? Yes. Anything by three doors down scares the hell out of me. Anything by that group. I'm like, oh. Run! <laughs> 
Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1949. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, November 2nd. So great to have you guys joining us this morning. Thank you for being here. Show number 1949. That means we go back to the year 1949. In 1949, Charles Lubin's small little chain of community bake shops became the kitchens of Sarah Lee, named after his daughter. That's where it all started. Just a little community bake shops. And now it's no, is it nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee? Is it a double negative or is it nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee? Oh, oh that's a good question. Yeah. I always thought Sarah Lee was based on his mom. It's based on his daughter. Mm-hmm. Nobody no. doesn't like Sarah Lee. That's a double negative. Yeah. Nobody does not like so Sarah that means Lee. Everybody Everyone likes, likes Sarah Lee. Yeah. Why have I, so much pressure on Sarah Lee to know. figure that out? I, I, I don't like that. Everybody doesn't like someone, but nobody doesn't like Sarah <laughs> Lee is what Steph just puts on the book. Is that what it is? Is that how it goes? Everybody doesn't like something, but nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. I, that double negative really bothers me. I don't know why. There's something you don't like, Mercedes, <laughs> but you definitely like Sarah Lee. Right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, was so that 1949. was 1949. Different verbiage back then. Um, in 1949, the minimum wage jumped from 40 cents an hour to a whopping 75 cents an hour. It's a big jump in 1949. That's a big jump, but think about that now. Oh, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> come on. President Truman announced that the USSR had detonated its first nuclear device in the military national military establishment, was re- renamed the Department of Defense because of that. In 1949, the Hollywoodland sign officially became the Hollywood sign. When the city of Los Angeles removed land from the Hollywood sign and rebuilt the H, that's when that happened. Um, People that were born in 1949, Billy Joel, Elizabeth Warren, George Foreman, Jessica Lange, Lionel Richie, Meryl Streep, Richard Gere, uh, Bruce Springsteen, and Wolfgang Puck were all born in 1949. They seem like very young. They seem so long ago. I, 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 that's that's weird to hear that stuff. It is really weird to hear that. The boss was the boss. Uh, they were all born in the 40s. 1949, late 40s. Late 40s but, but yeah, still, still they're born in the yeah. Born, I was born in the late 40s. It sounds so old. It just does not seem possible. Uh-uh. And then there were some consumer products that were released in 1949. Um, Joy dishwashing liquid, Junior Mints, Craft Singles, Legos. The photocopier, silly putty, and whoppers, all born in 1949. That would be a big Christmas. Get Legos for the first time, silly putty for the first time. Yeah, what are these things that I snap together and that make my dad scream <laughs> when he steps on them in the middle of the night? Parents have been screaming since 1949. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, we have those tickets for you to see Doja Cat. That show is tomorrow night at T-Mobile Arena. Those tickets in about 15 minutes. And up next, we do have What's Trending. Mariah Carey says it's time. Dua Lipa gives a taste of her new music in Trader Joe's new Thanksgiving in a bag. That's all coming up and what's trending. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Mariah Carey is trending this morning. The queen of Christmas 
is back. Like clockwork, she rang in November 1st by dropping a video that shows her defrosting and ready to kick off the holiday season. The video takes place inside a frozen safe where scary characters and skeletons and pumpkin heads, they blow dry a block of ice which has Mariah trapped inside and the ice finally gives way and she says her signature line. That's the wrong one. <laughs> this is the hair dryer. Yes, they're, defrosting, they're defrosting her. It's time. Yes. So, does this mean the kickoff of the holiday season, or the Thanksgiving purists get really upset when when this happens so early? But it's just, yeah, it's tradition. October thirty first, she puts that out with a voice like that. She doesn't need a hair dryer. Her, she can crack that ice on her own. She's, she hit those high notes, and then ice just cracks, and she's ready to go. Well, meanwhile, she may want to change her mind about unthawing as she's uh, facing a twenty million dollar lawsuit over that song. She is. Yeah, uh, this lawsuit was filed by Andy Stone and. Troy Powers, who alleged that her hit infringes on the Vince Vance and the Valiant's 1989 song with the same title. They say that her version shares substantial similarities in hook, melody, and vibe with their original work. They had previously filed a similar lawsuit last year. And that was dropped five months later. So I, I'm not sure why they're back with it. It, it makes zero sense. Do they have more evidence? And also, where were these guys 10, 15, 20 years ago when the song first came out? 30 years ago when the song first came out? I have that long no idea. To file a lawsuit? They yeah. just heard it? I, I don't think they just heard it. I think they just probably realized that hey. they could <laughs> file a lawsuit. So that is trending this morning. Also, speaking of music, let's talk about Dua Lipa, the singer continues to tease new music the question is when is it coming well now we have an answer sources said she wasn't able to make her full musical return until next year but this week she's been teasing fans and yesterday she shared a sample or actually on tuesday she shared a sample of an upcoming single here's that tell me all the ways you name that's all we got. A little teaser right there. Yeah. Okay. So then yesterday there was a, there was this coded message at the end of that clip. And based on that, it, it looked like the name of the song was Houdini. Well, people were noticing some of the images related to the album were very similar to the imagery that Kate Bush used on her album, The Dreaming, which also has a track called Houdini. Well, boom. People are so smart. It's true. Yesterday, she officially announced that, yes, Houdini is coming out Thursday, November 9th at 3 p.m. Um, so a week from today. These people that put this stuff together are so smart. Like yeah. all these little clues and you got to solve this puzzle and looked at Kate Bush's album. She's got a Houdini. That's fantastic. Yeah, they uh, analyze everything. They do. So that is trending this morning. And then Trader Joe's is trending this morning. You don't have to wait until Turkey Day to get your stuffing fixed. Thanks to Trader Joe's, the supermarket chain has introduced a new snack and they introduced it last week. It's called Thanksgiving Stuffing Seasoned Popcorn. A couple of years ago, they gave us Thanksgiving stuffing uh, seasoned kettle chips, and now they're bringing that flavor to popcorn. They described it as seasoned with a seasonally appropriate blend of spices that includes celery seed, 
thyme, parsley, black pepper, and sage. It started rolling out to stores last week, so you might find it on your next Trader Joe's run, and that is what's trending. Uh, speaking of concerts, not that we were just talking about a concert. But we haven't... <laughs> we're talking about popcorn, <laughs> but speaking of concerts. <laughs> uh, the... There's a big one tomorrow night. Doja Cat, T-Mobile Arena. We got your tickets coming up in four minutes. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. We have our contestant on the line, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. You ready to do this? We want to get you these Doja Cat tickets. Yes, I am. Okay, pick a category. We have three for you to choose from. Do you want to go with Katy Perry, Google Search, or Round and Round? Google search. Google search it is. International Internet Day was on Sunday. These are all things associated with the internet or computers, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. All right. Alex, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Doja Cat. You start now. If you want to get good um, reception, you ask, Go, hey, what's the password to your what? Wi-Fi. Yes. Um, WWW is the beginning of a what? It's a, you're, you're going to a, a place is what? Hello? Hey. Yes, website, yes. Um, I need, I need this before I jump on your Wi-Fi. What is it? I need, I need your what? Password. Yes. Uh, I'm going to send you one of these. Mine is blah, blah, blah at, uh, gmail.com. Email. Yes. Um, I'm going to pass on that one. Um, I read this really interesting blank on a website. A really interesting article. Yes. Um, uh, this I'm going to I'm going to put this in my bio th- so you can buy this too. I'm going to put a what in my bio. 10 seconds. My link. Yes. 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 Woo. Uh, oh my gosh. I think we lost the connection for like a second and I was freaking out. I'm like, oh no, we're not going to win. But you still <laughs> got it, Alex. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. Oh, you're going to have fun tomorrow night, Alex. Doja Cat, the Scarlet Tour, that concert's at T-Mobile Arena. And if you want to see Doja Cat, of course you do. We got your tickets again in the 8 o'clock hour. And the next hour, right around 7.30, it's the Mercedes the Morning Mega Minute. Your chance to win tickets to see Kelly Clarkson on New Year's Eve. It's Mix 94.1. It is Thursday, November 2nd. Thank you guys for joining us. I was out sick yesterday. Um, I, I just, I've had this this bug for like two weeks. Thought it was COVID, not COVID. I don't know. I, can't, I shake it for a couple of days. It comes back. Finally, it just caught me yesterday. I was so sick. It's like the sickest I've been in a long time. You, you can still kind of hear it, but um, I was not in a good way yesterday. You know it's bad if I call out sick. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and you, and uh, look, look, you waited like the final minute, too. It was like 253s when the text message came in. And we were fine and everything covering the show. But, like, yeah, you just been it's been lingering for the past couple weeks. And I yeah. feel like this is the longest. I've seen you sick before, but never for this stretch of a time almost coming up on three weeks now i know i'm just hoping to shake it i got some meds so i'm hoping that i'm gonna get better here but it's so funny um does anyone own an apple watch and if so do you let that thing rule your life i have a serious problem and it's because of my apple watch so here i am sick yesterday but i still set an alarm for every hour so i can stand up because I wanted to get my stand. So starting at 2 a.m., I got my stand. 
Then I got it at three. I fe- I fell so deep to sleep in the four o'clock hour. I missed the four o'clock hour. So upset. Got my five, six, seven. And literally, I would just set the alarm, stand up, walk like, you know, to the bathroom and back or whatever, yeah. just so I got registered for my stand because I like to fill my rings every single day. And so you would think, okay, that's that's bad. But no, I also had to fill my exercise and move rings. And how am I going to do exercise when I was feeling as mm-hmm. bad as I felt? I have to get 30 minutes of exercise and I have to fill my move ring. So I did what any obsessed Apple Watch user would do. I would walk around my house in circles. The way I, I can literally walk in a circle around the downstairs, just from my kitchen to the living room to the front hallway to the dining room and back to the kitchen. And and I did that. I would do it for like 15 minutes, pause the workout, sit down, lay down, get back up, do it again until I hit my exercise and move rings. And I thought, my husband's like, this is ridiculous. You're sick. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, I have a streak going and I am not going to let this sickness break my streak. There is no way. I'm going to let my streak get broken because of this. How long is this the streak that started during the pandemic? Yes. So it's what, three years now you've yeah. completed. I don't have an Apple watch. So this is all kind of just foreign to me. So you, you've been filling these rings every single day since the start of the pandemic. Since the start of the pandemic. Can anybody, is that when the Apple watch came out? Does anybody have that? That's impressive streak. Three oh, the years. Apple watch has been here for much longer than that. Okay. who yeah. Does anyone have a longer streak than that? Or to, to me, that's very, very impressive. And the fact that you're sick and getting up and walking around sounds like this. It's kind of a little OCD on having to fill these rings. 1,494. Days in a row? This is my streak. Thank you. I'm impressed. But it, it sometimes it involves just walking Uh-oh. around my house. Steph, Steph has a bigger She's one. She's shaking her head. You have no, a better one? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm upset with you, Mercedes. And, it, and it's because your health is much more important than the Apple Watch streak. And I, you, we were texting last night and you said, I'm not feeling better. And I think it's because I was trying too much to, to try and finish <laughs> this streak. I'm like, Mercedes, the streak can wait. Your health is much more important. We can go one day without you filling the rings. I know, but then I have to start from one. And imagine going from 1,493 back to one and start all over again. I, You know what? I love you for caring about me. That's so sweet. Um, but I just, I don't want to start at one. Listen. I'm, so, I'm so paranoid about this stupid Apple Watch. Does anyone else do this? I mean, or am I the only one obsessed with filling my rings every day? 702-364-9400. Mercedes health is so important. Your mother of, of two beautiful daughters, you have to be there for your kids. At some point, you have to tell yourself to not listen to Steph <laughs> and continue that streak. That is so impressive. You don't let this thing die. You do not stop. 1,000 plus days, you keep marching on. I was telling Matt. March on. He was seriously mad at me. He's like, well, you're never going to get better if you continue doing this. And I was like, well, at least I have my streak going. Heck yeah. <laughs> it's time for the hot three. On Mix 94.1. All right. So where is my hot three? Sorry, I have a sick brain here. Oh, do you ever order like on DoorDash or Uber Eats, any of those apps? All the time. Yep. Okay. So DoorDash, if you order through that app, be careful because not everyone likes to tip before being served. But if refusing to pre-tip is something that you do, you better be okay with eating on 
your uh, eating your cold uh, food because DoorDash is testing out a new pop-up notification that warns customers who don't tip. It says orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. Are you sure you want to continue? Oh, DoorDash, step yeah. it up for the employees. I like this. Dashers can choose which orders they want to uh, do, and orders that take longer to be accepted tend to result in slower delivery. So DoorDash says they haven't changed anything behind the scenes. They're just letting customers know that there is a difference between pre-tipping and tipping after the delivery, which you can still do, and here's why. So when you place an order, DoorDash will notify all the dashers in that area along with a guaranteed rate for accepting that delivery. And the system places different values on different deliveries based on things like the time, the distance, the desirability of the order, and your tip is also included in that formula. So obviously, dashers are quicker to accept the gigs that are more valuable or more rewarding to them. And experienced drivers can tell by the number if there is a zero tip because they get familiar with all the default quotes from DoorDash. Oh, do so, it all the time, yeah. Yeah, so if there's no pre-tip, they have uh, no way of knowing if you're someone who will tip them after or if you're someone who doesn't tip at all. So they might just wait for a better order and mm-hmm. accept, then accept that one. And so I do Uber. I've done DoorDash before. I do Uber Eats a lot, and it gives you the thing right away. If you're placing the order, it gives you an option to custom tip, or it's always like weird numbers, 17%, 22%, 25%, whatever percentage you want to do, so you can do that ahead of time. Uber Eats delivery drivers, when do you, when do you find that? As soon as you drop off the food and the delivery is closed out, is that when you see, oh, this person tipped you 20%. I wonder at what point you see your tip amount. Do you see it for Uber Eats? Do you see it right away? Like, oh, this person's tipping me 20%. Let me take care of them and get the food over there in a timely fashion. Or do you find out after the fact that you got tipped or stiffed? Well, I mean, I think they know if there's a tip. It just sounds like, I I mean, as far as DoorDash, I'm guessing the other ones are similar, that you just don't know the exact amount. And Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe better because... If you do, then maybe you're like, well, I'm guaranteed 10 bucks, so I can take my time. I'm getting 10 bucks no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I always tip. I always do, like, they offer you three, three tips and then the no tip. And I always do the one in the middle. I'm like, not too high, not too low, just go in right the in middle. The center. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. But I don't know if you, for me, why does it change sometimes? Like, last night... An option came up of fourteen percent. It was so weird. I ordered dinner last night. It was fourteen, and then like twenty, and then something else. And I went. I, I did the middle one, which I think was twenty. But I'm like, why? Why did they come up with fourteen percent all of a sudden for this one? It was just odd. That is weird. Um, also, this morning, for the first time in their sixty-three year history, the Texas Rangers they won the World Series title. If you're a big Rangers fan, they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks five to nothing last night for a four-one series win. The Rangers' Corey Seager won his second World Series MVP award after last night's game, tying him with Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson, and Reggie Jackson as two-time winners. So uh, baseball season is over. That was like the lowest rated uh, World Series in a long was time. It? Nobody, nobody was really... They said that the only people that were really watching... And this is not my opinion. This is what I actually... They said on, on TV that um, all of Texas is watching and there are just not a ton of diehard Arizona Diamondbacks fans. So like it's just... It wasn't bringing in the numbers that usually come in for it that. It seemed like last night's game there was more Rangers fans than there were Diamondbacks fans last night. Because I had it on in the background I hear applaud and the crowd going wild and look over thinking Arizona did something well, but it was Texas doing something good last yeah, night. Yeah, and it was in Arizona. Yeah. Which is like, oh, okay. <laughs> we have a coworker, and it's the first person I sent a text to last night. Her husband, lifelong Rangers fan, put 100 bucks on them at the beginning of the season. 
to win the World Series, he won $5,000 last night. Oh, my gosh. Good for him. That's awesome. Wow. All right. Finally, this morning, the University of California, Berkeley, is the latest college to announce a course inspired by Taylor Swift. They're going to launch Artistry and Entrepreneurship, Taylor's version, in 2024. And this course invites students to fall down a rabbit hole of what's led to Taylor's prolific success as a songwriter, businesswoman, and creative influence. It's going to go through her lyricism her branding, her interviews, and more. Since 2022, a course in Taylor Swift has been offered at University of Texas, Arizona State University, New York University, and Stanford University. And speaking of Taylor, she and Travis Kelsey seem like they're really good to their fans. The neighborhood kids, maybe not so much. I guess on Halloween night, Travis's $1 million Kansas City home was closed to trick-or-treaters. <laughs> he went dark? Yeah. Well, he didn't go dark. That's the thing. It was blocked off with police tape, and there was a security guard outside telling the kids nobody's home today. But the thing is, people knew they were lying because they could see lights on inside the house. And one mom said, quote, they're not handing out candy. You believe that? Well, we know they're lying. Swifty is here. Taylor flew into Kansas City on Monday, and she left yesterday, so uh, she may have been right. Oh, I can't blame them. It t- I mean, that house would have been bombarded with fans. It would have been nuts. It been, they had the police outside in front of the house to protect them. I, c- I can't blame them for doing that. Let's profile them, though. What kind of candy would Travis want to hand out, and what kind of candy would Taylor want to hand out? Full-size bars for sure. Yeah, but Full like size. what specifically? I think I see him doing like Snickers bars. Travis. Really? Like a hearty good, like a, like a Snickers is like a meal. I, I envision him doing a Snickers bar. I feel, I, I I don't know why I get like Sour Patch Kids vibes from Travis. Mm-hmm. I feel like he loves the sour candy. With Taylor, I think, I ah, I think she'd make like those homemade packs of her cookies. Oh, and hand those out, yes. You know? And it's like you're on the fence, like, should I eat these or not? <laughs> Your kid gets home. Where'd you get them, Taylor Swift? Yeah, right. Where'd you get the cookies from? Hey, we have tickets for you to see Kelly Clarkson New Year's Eve. That's coming up at 730. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Mix 94.1. It is 7.04. Mercedes in the morning. Thank you guys so much for joining us. So I guess this is a new version of, I don't want to say, it's not like Beat Mercedes, but this is like Beat the Band. Yeah, Beat the Band. Yes, I like that. This is really, my, my buddy's kid is in, is in his high school marching band, and they had this huge competition this past weekend where marching bands all around the valley, there was actually a preliminary competition, and then they went, I think it was at Green Valley High School, was the actual competition itself on Saturday, and, and they're out there competing and playing songs, and my buddy was telling me some of the songs that his son was performing, and they were like pop hits. I'm like, that's so cool that marching bands can perform incredible songs. They do everything. I've heard some pretty amazing ones, especially when you get to like the collegiate level Mm -hmm. with the choreography and everything. That is a talent right there. So here we go. Marching band named that tune. I went through and I've got some. These are the college marching bands playing popular songs. So I'm going to play the marching band. Okay. And you have to identify what song it is. Okay. All right. Let's give it a go. Marching band number one. This is uh, the Clemson Tigers. That is the hook of the song. Uptown Funk. (laughs) (laughs) They sound just like Bruno Mars. Wow. They're one of the best bands in the world. I mean, listen to them and then the singer as well. (laughs) Okay, let's go to to Jackson State, the marching band. Well, can we hear the Clemson Tigers version of that? I'd still like to hear that, yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. That's where I would have got it. Is that good? That's really good. Okay, okay. so now doing. we know what okay, we're, now doing. we're doing here. Okay. This is Jackson State, the Jackson State Marching Band. Anybody know this one? 702-364-9400. Steph, you put it in. Can you hear it? You know it. Sounds familiar. Keep listening. I don't know, you guys. Really? That one is really hard. It is Post Malone. Oh, my gosh. Okay, no offense, Jackson State. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I did not hear that. They were trying to hit all the symbols of <laughs> Post Malone's rap. That one okay. was really hard. Let's okay. Get, let's go to Southern University. Okay. What song is Southern University performing? in the stands like why does this sound familiar I suck at this game oh my gosh you ready for the answer I really suck at this game you got sick brain still this is the answer (laughs) are you guys getting these these are hard Let's go to Auburn. Here's the Auburn marching okay, band. Okay, Auburn, Auburn is not going to do me dirty. Here. No, you do get ready. Here we go. Auburn, take it away. 
Congratulations, Mercedes, and nice job, Auburn. Man. Three, two, one. Back to more of Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, what's that for? I'm applauding you. Why? For, for our uh, costumes this year. Oh, man. It, 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 I just bought them. It's not like I came up with this fantastic no, idea. No, I think you did. You spearheaded this campaign of doing a trio costume. And it was an awesome, awesome selection. I just find that the group costumes, they there's just something to them. And yeah, so last year you and I were Mario and Luigi and I loved it. And, and Steph, I think you were a pumpkin, right? Yeah, so, I was a pumpkin with uh, James and Momo. Yeah, you were super cute. You had a group costume with your family. and But everyone's like, why? Why isn't she like Princess Peach or something? And I was like, hey, this year, let's all do one together. So I found this uh, cute little costume. It was uh, rock, paper, scissors. And we all dressed up as JC as rock, myself as paper, Steph as scissors. And we got some pops, man, at, at Ghost Rock. People loved our costume. It sucked, though, because I was by myself for the longest time. I got there early. Um, and that was just the scheduling. So I was there a uh, half hour before you guys. And... I was just a piece of paper walking around. People were like, what are you? I'm like, um, I'm paper. They're like, okay. I'm like, it's going to make more sense when my coworkers get here. So Steph gets there finally. And Steph's scissors. So we're scissors and paper. And people are still like, what the heck? Are you guys school supplies? Like, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, just wait till JC gets here. It's all going to fall into place. I promise. And you got here and then we were all good. It was, I love these. At one point you and I were walking through the crowd. Steph was handing out candy. And I think someone just saw you. And one guy's like, College ruled. Yes, I was like, uh, <laughs> she's just paper. And this other guy's like, paper. he's like, can I write on your list? And I'm like, get out of here, old man. Yeah, old man, keep on going. Uh, it was such a, and yeah, people came up. And it was so funny to see people would see us. They're like, scissors, rock. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. You see it click with everyone, and they loved it. I love when it clicked. You could literally see it in their eyes when it clicked, especially the kids. The kids loved it. And so, yeah, that was so much fun. And, and thanks to everyone who came out there. We I saw some great costumes. Some of you people are so creative. I think my favorite had to be the little boy who was dressed up as the uh, Costco sampler person who stands behind like the metal uh, little box giving out samples and he had the whole samples thing and his whole outfit his Costco name tag his dad was a piece of pizza from the snack bar forget what his mom was what was his mom oh his mom oh what she was, was she? part of it too she was too toilet paper toilet, toilet paper, paper yes Kirkland toilet paper Kirkland it was so so creative I loved it they were part of the costume contest and his name is is Forrest and he had a, had a name tag on uh, and everyone kept saying hey Forrest Forrest and she said he's so confused of why everyone knows his name, not realizing he's wearing the name tag Aww. with his name on there. And it was, he was, he had the card he was pushing around. I thought that was great. Did you see the homemade minions? Yes. Were, that was on point. They, they were so walking good. up and the mom had made the outfit and it was, it was a home run. And then there was a guy, he walked up, he had his kids, it was a dude and he had a bra on and he had different spices with inside the bra. 
I saw that and I'm like, what's he supposed to be? And Jay-Z turns around and goes, Spice Rack. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I only knew it because the guy told me because I'm staring at him I'm like, what? And he got, the guy just goes, Spice Rack. And then <laughs> you turn to me and Spice Rack. Did anyone else see any really creative costumes and what were they? Let us know. 702-364-9400. I'm making notes for next year. I thought I I thought there were some really, really good ones out there. The Mario, I, I saw a lot of still Mario and Luigi's. Um there were a lot of them out there. I just go back to the one from last year because because my Luigi costume was way too tight. My nephew went out as Luigi, and my brother sent a, a video to the family of, of showing him trick or treating, and he was Luigi. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was uh, Luigi last year. Mercedes was Mario, and I sent the picture to the family, and immediately they're like, your outfit was way too tight. Did you send that outfit for your nephew to wear? <laughs> He's like, oh, this is perfect. It's a, it's a perfect fit. <laughs> hey, coming up next, we have your tickets to go see Kelly Clarkson. It's all part of Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. Happens in three minutes. For Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. And we have our contestant on the line. It is Julia. Good morning, Julia. Oh, good morning. Are you ready to try to conquer the Mega Minute? I'm ready. All right. All right, Julia, you'll have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question okay. wrong or pass on a question, we will come back to that question at the end. And the game starts now. What color is a ruby? Red. Yes. Who was the first U.S. president? Um, Abraham Lincoln. George Washington. George Washington's correct. What singer starred in the show Hannah Montana? Uh, Miley Cyrus. Yes. What movie did the phrase I see dead people come from? Fiction. Yes. A song of ice and fire is the novel turned into what popular TV show? Game of Thrones. Yes. In what U.S. city did the first Starbucks open? Um, Seattle? Yes. What Thank You Next singer owns the beauty line REM Beauty? Ariana Grande. Yes. Who was the first person to walk on the moon? Um, Neil Armstrong. Yes. What famous song does Queen Elsa sing from Frozen as she builds her ice castle? Let it go. Yes. In which board game do you try and solve a murder? A clue? Yes! Yes! <laughs> What ease, the cadence, the confidence. It's perfect. That's how you do the Mega Minute, people. Learn from learn from Julia. Julia, unbelievable. I was caller 15 yesterday. Oh. So I'm on a, I was trying. <laughs> well, you did it, and you got tickets to go see Kelly Clarkson, Chemistry, and Intimate Night with Kelly Clarkson at Residency Back Theater. This is happening on New Year's Eve. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a cool, you see you getting down. Like, okay, she's got two more questions less than 20 seconds I know, to go. I was trying not to lie. Like, I was getting so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to get this. <laughs> and uh, she had the Abraham Lincoln flub, but came back and got the right yes. answer. Fantastic. Mega Minute returns tomorrow morning at 7.30. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
Britney Spears' memoir, The Woman in Me, sold 1.1 million copies in all formats in the U.S. in its first week on sale. The early sales number puts her book in the ballpark of some of the best-selling celebrity memoirs in recent years. In the same time frame, Prince Harry's memoir sold 1.6 million copies in the U.S., uh, while that of Mary Trump, former President Donald J. Trump's niece, sold 1.4 million when it debuted in 2020. The 1.1 million sales figure for her memoir included purchases of the audiobook, which uh, features Michelle Williams, who, I mean, I think we can all agree had one of the best lines of all time doing that audiobook. Did she not? The faux shizzle, faux shizzle. Faux shizzle. <laughs> Imitating Justin Timberlake. I mean, that to me, I, I it just brought back faux shizzle. Foshiz was back oh, no, in No, it's Foshiz, Foshiz. Foshiz. Yeah, that's what it is. We did the audiobook and I pretty much listened to the entire thing. Oh, here's that clip. Oh, yeah. Foshiz, Foshiz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she did such a great job with, with the read of the book, and there's so many little nuances and things you learn about here. There's one thing with Britney Spears with her residency at she did at Planet Hollywood. Um, that's when her dad was controlling her life and everything, and she was talking about how her dad and certain management, they wanted her to shake her hair. She had the long hair because the, the hair falling in her face, and that was sexy, and sex sells, and that's what guys wanted to see. They wanted to see her tussle that hair around and play with that hair because she would do that in prior videos. And so during that residency, she didn't want to do that. So she would try as hard as possible not to be shaking her head to give her dad and her manager that pleasure of having that hair fly around because that's what they wanted for her fans. And so if you go back to that residency, some people said she looked a little stiff at times because she was purposely not trying to shake her head to give the people what they wanted with that hair shake. Yeah, and she just wanted to kind of... She wanted to sabotage that residency because she was not enjoying it. She didn't want to do it again. That's why when they had that big announcement for the the new residency at Park MGM she literally walked down the straight stairs and walked away she's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna announce that that and that is because I remember watching that live when it went down it was huge it was on it, they, they they broadcasted it live here on on some of the stations and Mario Lopez was the host and she came out to all this fanfare and walked right out got in the car and left and bye that's what she said she's I did not want to acknowledge that new residency and then that's why she did that she was like when she started going up the um the, the, to walk down she said in her mind I'm just gonna get in the car and leave I'm yeah. not doing this um her childhood home i guess they're putting it up uh, on the market they're selling it for 1.2 billion dollars billion uh, bill or er, sorry million oh, dang i was looking at britney with the b uh 1.2 million dollars um some of the parts of it haven't even been touched since britney actually lived there i guess there's a door that has the phrase Christina sucks Brit rules scribbled on it in marker. <laughs> Obviously sounds like someone wasn't a fan of Christina Aguilera, but there's no uh, actual confirmation. She was the intended target. Uh, but the house still has some of her artwork on the walls, her name carved in concrete and the original dance studio still intact. It's 2,300 square feet. Uh, Brittany's dad sold it less than three years ago for $289,000. So now the new owner wants to turn a nice little profit. There. Yeah, a little bit of a profit right there. But. Yeah, he says he's not trying to capitalize on the publicity sur surrounding the book, but I mean, he is. The house value just tripled over the yeah, past couple exactly. years? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Come on. Um, also this morning, so parenting advice from your parents can fall into a couple of categories, helpful or unsolicited, right? And what's the most intrusive even the most intrusive parents can occasionally have good suggestions. And according to this survey, the average parent calls their own parent 
twice a week for guidance. So and about one in eight call them every day. About 70 percent admit that they have different ideas about raising their kids than their parents have. But on only 60 percent say they actively follow their parents advice. How often do you still call your mom for parenting advice? Or is that more when you were just had newborns? Well, I mean, I always like her advice. Some of it I take. Some of it I don't. Sometimes she gets a little like, uh, you know, like, come on, I'm not going to do that. But I did. I did. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, My parents did parent me differently than I parent my kids, which is I I think is really interesting. Um, They I feel like I I I don't want to say I'm more loving because they were extremely loving. But um, they were like pretty harsh sometimes you know i told you i got spanked as a kid Mm -hmm. they didn't they rarely let me go out with my friends stuff like that and i try to be a little more lax um on that and you know i think i'm doing a decent job but then i look at like my husband he's kind of like the bad guy when it comes to that stuff but then he's the good guy for everything else, you know. Do you think you have more leniency with your daughters? And, and just your, your kids are amazing. Um, you guys did such a wonderful job raising them. Do you think that leniency that you, you've given them is because of the way your parents were you? You just naturally wanted to do it differently than your parents? Yeah, I do. I think that I saw that and I, w- I didn't like how that felt for me. So I said, I'm going to try something different. And, you know, knock on wood, so far it's it's gone well. But at the same time, I also know, like, I'm not... I'm not your friend. Mm-hmm. I I want to I want to be your friend, but I can't. I got to be your parent first. So, you, were you in a pretty strict household? Um, we had we definitely had some rules. They were stricter on my sister. She had kind of the same thing. Didn't go out as much. Um, she had a couple boyfriends. They were stricter with her. More leniency with me. There were some just weird rules in our house. Like we, we could only take a two minute shower. Um, we couldn't watch MTV on the downstairs television because it's a TV, not a stereo. It's like these weird, odd rules. When I turned 18, I was still living at home. My dad told me that my mom is not my maid and I need to do my own laundry. I'm like, that's cool. But he tells me I have to go to the laundromat to do the laundry. So I'm 18 living at home, driving to the laundromat to do my own laundry. So there, there's, there were some odd things when it came to rules as a kid. That, that's interesting. It, it, like, you still couldn't use your own your own laundry. Exactly. I'm like, no problem. I'll go downstairs. No, 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 no. Let's see, you know, something with the sewer system or something, a septic tank. He's like, you got to go into town. So I would go into town and do my laundry. And that was my dad's rule. So I'm like, okay, cool. A touch had to be responsible. It worked out in the end. Well, here's the thing. I remember here's, it's so funny. I was in the laundromat doing my, doing my load and just sitting there and they had a time magazine and I picked it up and it was about the new Las Vegas. And on the cover was the Luxor. They had the treasure Island, the Mirage, the MGM. And I'm reading about it going, Oh my gosh, Las Vegas I never really pay, paid attention to Las Vegas. I'm like, Las Vegas is a fascinating city. Within a couple of weeks later, I'm applying to UNLV. See, it, it it all was because your dad didn't let you do laundry at the house. It all goes back <laughs> to that. That's why I'm so here. thank him. Never made it as a wise man. Mix 94.1. I can't believe it. Tomorrow night, I will be out at Ethel M Chocolates, and we are going to be turning on the lights for the uh, annual holiday cactus garden lighting uh, ceremony. It's happening tomorrow at uh, 5 o'clock. We're going to get things started, and 
It's like, whoa, it's going to be November 3rd, and we get to start the holidays early. I'm so excited. I know you do this every year. Is it earlier this year, or is it normally around this time? And I just lost track of time. I think it's a little earlier this year, honestly. But I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I, I know there's a lot of controversy on starting the holidays. Mariah, we were talking about earlier, she's like the unofficial queen of Christmas. And she said it's time. So, therefore... It's time. So we've got that coming up. We've got all the holiday events happening here in town. And, and yeah, it all kicks off tomorrow. Like my, my official holiday season kicks off. This tomorrow. is the kickoff of year official holiday yeah, season as well. Yeah. What I mean, what, how do you guys feel about holiday, the holidays celebrating them now? Like right after Halloween, there used to be that, that little bit of a, a break where it was about Thanksgiving and now I feel like it goes Halloween, Christmas, stop the week of Thanksgiving, that's Thanksgiving, then after Thanksgiving, back to Christmas. I feel like it goes back. Yeah, it falls back into Christmas, yes. And we're starting to hear Christmas commercials now, too. You see them on TV, yeah. and I heard my first one on the radio station this morning. It's a Christmas-themed commercial. they got Christmas music. Christmas decorations have been out at Lowe's and Home Depot for the past month or so. And I saw the first house in my neighborhood had the lights on. It was. La- it would have been last weekend. We we came home. Uh, it was like Sunday night. We were driving in the neighborhood, and the lights were were on. I have not seen them since then. So I think they were getting everything set up. The weather was nice. I think they're just getting all the lights set up for the official turn on. But I did see the first house in my neighborhood with Christmas lights. When do you guys decorate? If if you do decorate, is that is it earlier? Is it later? We used to always do the decorations. On the Friday after Thanksgiving. That mm-hmm. was our day. Everybody stayed in their pajamas all day. We put up the Christmas tree. We did all that. Uh, we do the Christmas lights. Now it's way before that. I'd say I, I, we don't we don't have our Christmas tree up yet, but we'll probably put it up in the next couple of weeks, I'm thinking. I used to be against this stuff. I used to be, respect Thanksgiving. Christmas comes after Thanksgiving. And I don't have an issue with it now. In our house, we do we do a Christmas tree every year. That's going to wait. That's, that's a tradition as well. We do that Thanksgiving weekend, either the Friday after Thanksgiving or that weekend. So, so I'll, I'll keep that on hold until then. But if I start seeing Christmas lights in the neighborhood popping up and stuff, I'm cool with that. I look at Thanksgiving now as Christmas celebration has started. The holiday season has started. Christmas is like halftime. Step away from the game. Big halftime celebration. Who's performing at halftime? It's halftime. Enjoy it. And then Thanksgiving's over. Let's get back into the game. Yeah, I uh I'm not mad about it, but what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Do you are you an early one? Are you a late one? Do you think that it's ridiculous that we kind of gloss over Thanksgiving? I feel like it does get something, but just not maybe what it deserves. Let's talk to Andy. Hey Andy, what's up? Hey, I'm actually saying that though people start decorating their houses September 1st. Yes, we talked about that. Filipinos start decorating earlier because they decorate once the months turn into B-E-R months, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So the birth months, because in the Philippines, they don't celebrate Halloween or Thanksgiving, so they decorate September 1st. I I love that. I love that. I feel like maybe I want to go with the Filipino tradition because I would be totally fine with that. But would it be weird if someone came to trick-or-treat at your house and it's all like all holiday decorated? <laughs> What's your theme? I'm dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah, hey, kids. Throw a couple of skeletons and make it a <laughs> scary Christmas. Uh, we're getting a bunch of texts. This one says, we always set up after Thanksgiving. This year is special. My sister is coming home from the Air Force. Oh, oh that's amazing. Tell her 
thank you for what she does. That's amazing. Uh, this one says Christmas should be gearing up a few days after Thanksgiving. This says I decorate for Christmas to the day after Thanksgiving because I decorate the house for fall and Thanksgiving for the month of November. Like we have fallish decorations that could fall into the category of just fall, not just Halloween. We've got some of those, but you know, I remember as a kid, my mom was very big on decorating the house and went th- Halloween was over. Those decorations came down and she had some things like a pilgrim. I think she had she had some turkey stuff like cartoon turkeys that went out. So there was some Thanksgiving decorations in our house. And then as soon as Thanksgiving was over, Christmas took over. Well, we have um, right now we have and we've had these with our Halloween decorations. But today is Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. And so we have some of those decorations up. And mm-hmm. we, I always make like a little mini ofrenda for, you know, my family members who have passed away and put their favorite things there. Um, get some marigolds. I have to get marigolds today to do that. So that lasts for like two or three days and then it goes away. Um, and then we go full on Christmas. You have your altar in your shrine? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. small. It's nothing big. But like I put, you know, I have to go and I have to get my dad a breakfast burrito from McDonald's with the, the packet of salsa that he used put to love. Like, oh, we get crazy. stuff for all of our family members and put it right there. Put a shot of Jägermeister for my grandpa and all uh-huh. that stuff. So, that so it, sweet. It, it, it all, you know, it all works out. Now, coming up here, we have tickets for you to see Doja Cat in about 15 minutes. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and lots coming up on the show next hour, about one hour from right now, comedian Michael Rappaport. He's at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club tonight, and tomorrow night he'll be on with us around 9.15, 9.20, and then in about 10 minutes, we've got tickets for you to go see Doja Cat. That is going to be a great show tomorrow night, T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, can't wait for that. Did you see like the the latest uh, news on the whole Matthew Perry situation? Uh, regarding that there was no fentanyl, the no drugs in the yes, system? Yes, yeah. I did see that. They, did, they said that there was no fentanyl in, in his system. So I know a lot of people were waiting back for the official cause of death with the toxicology reports and all of that. And so that has, well, that has not yet been released, but we did get some news as far as that go. He didn't have fentanyl. He didn't have meth. And the woman he had dinner with the day before he uh, passed away, he said he was in extremely good spirits. He was so happy, so vibrant, which almost makes it all the more sad that we lost him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it was, so Halloween got back from um, the ghost walk and was watching the end of the baseball game. Baseball game ends, and then Fox just rolled into a marathon of friends. It was it was it was kind of odd and interesting. As soon as the the baseball coverage ended, they went right into like a mid episode, and it's when Chandler and Monica got married. A mid episode? Yeah, it was like halfway through the episode. Oh, I thought you get... meant it like it was just okay. Oh, no, 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 I was like, oh, <laughs> man, that's messed up. They joined it in progress. This, this episode's <laughs> mid. <laughs> they joined it in progress. But the opening line was the the, um, the, the, the pastor or whoever saying, I now pronounce you Mr. and Mrs. Chandler Bang. I'm like, oh, it just like hit you right there because we lost Matthew Perry. But I got sucked into watching. I watched like two episodes of Friends. On Tuesday night, and the same thing last night, once the World Series coverage was over, they rolled into episodes of Friends, and, and I was watching it, and it's interesting to me to watch Friends now, because I, I think it does stand the test of time. There's some funny jokes in there, but it's, that shows rapid-fire jokes, but then also some of the stuff they do on the show doesn't land well in, in, in today's terms. Like, what do you mean? How, like, what, can you give us an example of something that didn't land well? Uh, there was, so at the wedding, Ross wanted to dance with this girl, 
But then these little kids, these little girls came up to ask to dance with Ross. And he was going to turn them down because he wanted to dance with the girl he was interested in. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. You should dance with a little girl. So he's dancing with a little girl, finishes with her. And then another girl comes up to dance with him when he's getting ready to dance with the girl he's interested in. He taps him on the shoulder and turns around. And it's a bigger girl. And he kind of makes fun of her size. Oh, so that definitely didn't uh, didn't stand the test of time. Yeah, she's like, I need to stand on your feet. And he's like, oh, boy. And oh, she's standing geez. on his feet. He's like, ah. And then uh, Chandler had to go back and get wedding photos because they lost the disposable cameras. So they crashed another wedding. And Chandler wanted to get that shot of him kissing Monica. And this wedding that they crashed, the bride looked like Monica. So he had Ross all ready to go. And Chandler ran up and just... Gave this girl a, a kiss right on the lips and ran out of there, and everyone's laughing. Like, imagine that happening today. You'd be like, "Hey, you no, can't do that." Yeah, that would no, definitely be a bad thing. That's interesting. I, I mean, I, it's so funny how because I never was a big Friends fan, and it doesn't mean I don't find the death extremely tragic and sad. Mm-hmm. But I almost just didn't like the show. I just I, I, there was something about it that just never connected with me. I know I'm in the minority on that because so many people loved it, um, and my. My kid and her friend group, they are obsessed with it. Like most of them were children, if even they were born, they were born when yeah. it was on. Um, and like their friend group is named after uh, friends. The one where they were roommates is what they call that one. Like it's just they love it. So this show has like definitely spanned generations for sure. Anyone watching it now that was a fix? I love Friends and was on. Do you wa- do you watch it now? Do you think it stands the test of time? Does stuff stand out with certain episodes? Like oh, that doesn't fly. And there's also just this theme. So Ross. And Monica, our brother and sister. And at one point, um, Rachel is talking about the, uh, the great uh, sex she had with Ross. And Monica's like, yeah. I'm like, that's your brother. Like, Ew. you wouldn't do that. Like, you can stop talking right now. Exactly. And then the other episode that I saw last night, uh, Ross and Monica, no, Ross and Rachel accidentally filmed themselves making love. And so they had the video and everyone wanted to watch it, and, and including Rachel. I'm like, I would not want to watch a video of my sister or brother having sex with her with with their with their partner. I wouldn't want to see that. Yeah, that's that for sure does not stand the test oh my of time gosh. that one. Uh, well, what was what was the show? Uh, we're getting some text here. 702-364-9400. This one says you guys better stop bashing on friends. LOL. You have to watch the whole series. You know, I I'm not bashing it. I just it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, that that's all. You watch. The, I love. No, I love the, the show. Yeah, yeah, I watched like start it, to finish. So. I love. It. I just watching it now. There's things that stand out when you watch it now. Yeah, this one uh, says uh, Mercedes, you're not alone. I never watched a single episode and couldn't get into Friends. I still watched it. I just I didn't think it was as funny as everyone did, but there were definitely funny moments. Oh yeah, definitely moments that are very quotable, like, pivot, pivot, or was that the couch one? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, like that. And I remember things, and, and I think I, when the episode where Rachel finds out she's pregnant, I saw that one, and I thought, I got a, a little teary-eyed, because didn't Phoebe tell her, like, it was negative? That's first? the one that was on after the World oh, Series, it too? Yeah, it was. I remember that one, because she's like, it's negative, and she's like, oh, oh okay. And like, she's just, like, you could tell she was dis- disappointed, and then Phoebe's like, actually, it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do you? Was like, it, was well, a, it was a total Swerve. That was momentous. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, coming up next, those tickets for you to go see Doja Cat. Mix 94.1. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestants. Narita, good morning. Hi, guys. Good morning. Welcome to the show. We want to make you a winner this morning. We want to get you some passes to see Doja Cat tomorrow night. T-Mobile Arena, you ready to play Heads Up? I think I am. Let's go. All right, pick a category. Do you want to go with Keep It Cool, Popeye the Sailor Man, or sandwich? I'll go with sandwich. Sandwich, it is. National Sandwich Day is tomorrow. So these are all foods that start with the letter S, okay? Okay. Foods that start with the letter S. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Narita, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct and you win, and you start now. You might have this breakfast meat, not bacon, but... Sausage? Yes. This is a, a pink fish that you would eat. Salmon? Yes. This is, you might like yours rare or medium rare. Um, Fake. Yes. This is, you You put it in cocktail sauce, take off the tail. Shrimp? Yes. This is a green leafy vegetable. Uh, Popeye is known for eating this. Yes. Um, These come in a can. They're like little fishes um, that you open and I don't, or or you put it on pizza. Um, Let's let's pass. Okay. This is, I'm going to pass on that one. This is like a raw fish rolled up with rice and seaweed. Yes. You got it. Congratulations. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for playing. And congratulations on winning Doja Cat tomorrow night, the Scarlet Tour at T-Mobile Arena. And we'll have those tickets again tomorrow morning in the 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock hour. And then check this out. Next hour, around 9.15, comedian Michael Rappaport. He's at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club this weekend. He'll be on the show with us. So... I did a thing. You did a thing. What'd you do? (laughs) 
Does that phrase get on your nerves? I did a thing. <laughs> she did a thing. I did a thing. She reveals new hairdo. No. Reveals tattoo. Like when someone does, yeah, when someone posts something, it's like, I did a thing. And it's like, oh, okay, what did you do? You got a haircut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I did a thing. I bought a car. I did oh my, a thing. What is I did a thing? Car, hair, tattoo. Pretty much, yeah. That's I, The reason I say that is because this woman is going viral for um, this list she put out on Instagram, phrases that need to retire forever. And there's some good ones on here. I I I would agree with I did a thing. I don't know. There's something about it that is like, eh. is there a phrase that you think needs to be retired? We can compare it to this list. Maybe it's on air. Uh, what is a phrase you want retired right now? Like you're so over it. It's it's just it's not cute. 702-364-9400. Do you have one? Is there people still doing the who dis? I saw a new car who dis. No. I saw still? it on Facebook. I saw it on Facebook. New yeah. Car who did? Car who did? I really like the oh, car too. I thought that has been in retirement for a couple of years. I mean, that's like on a, a beach in Mexico enjoying a cool cocktail. <laughs> that is like so mm-hmm. retired. They came back to uh, Facebook here in Las Vegas. Beautiful a Dodge Challenger. This person got it's purple, awesome color. But um, I think she just listens to the show. But she had new car who did? I don't know. I don't know who you are. Who dis is not on the list. What what would you put? Let us know. Um, what about adulting? Like, oh, I'm paying bills. I'm adulting. Yeah, I think this is dumb. So, so retire. Yeah, retire yeah, the retire. one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Steph, is there a phrase that you think needs to be like completely retired at this person at, at this point? It's the shirts that say "But first, coffee." <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate those shirts. <laughs> But first, coffee. Because <laughs> I'm cranky. Get away my coffee. But first, coffee. I love it. That's not on here. I'm kind of surprised. Um, okay, what about what about this one? I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> There's something is so sad on there that you posted. It's like a beautiful like family member coming back from military service, and they hug their family. It's like I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm kind of okay. That one still has a little shelf life for me. You think it's yeah, okay for me at least? Yeah. Okay, we're getting a bunch of uh, texts here. This one says needs to go. I can't even. And people that overuse literally. Yeah, I I think those are good. Neither of those is on this list that's going viral. So I did a thing, adulting, I'm not crying, you're crying. What about this one? Um, Someone posts something and the caption says, I'm just going to leave this right here. Like, and you discuss amongst yourselves. I'm just going to leave. This says everything I want to say, but I'm too chicken to admit that I want to say this. So I'm just going to leave this right here. I'm just going to leave this I right here. I love how you describe That one still has a little shelf life with me. Like, I see the expiration date. I'm like, okay, the expiration date's around the corner, but I'm still good drinking that milk. Okay, okay. What about all of the feels? Like, Ooh, that movie gives me all of the feels. That's starting to get crisp. I like that one. You like that one? Yeah. What about you, Steph? All of the feels. Um, eh. Yeah, it's okay. It hasn't it hasn't annoyed me yet. At least it can keep going. Okay, this one I've heard us all say before. Uh-oh. We've all said it. I don't know how recently we've said it, but the struggle is real. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like that was popular, it went away, and now it's come back, and it's cool to use that again. You think so? I, but I haven't used it recently. The struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, because the struggle is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> uh, fur baby. These are all on a list uh, that's going viral. 
for Oh baby. my gosh. I use that all the time. Uh, no more. Not, not in mine, though. Not no in mine. more for, for babies. For Channel 8, we always have the NSPCA come on. There's always like a, the dog or something. Anytime I do the dog, it's always like, need a new fur baby in your life? Coming up. The NSPCA has one for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Adorable dogs. Yeah, but we don't call them fur babies I know. anymore. <sighs> um, my person. I'm torn on that. Because, like, if you have your person, that, that they're your person. But does that go back to Grey's Anatomy with uh, Meredith and Christina? And that was her person. And is that so old that we're still using? Oh, is that Grey's where that comes a- from? I thought it was. Didn't she have a whole monologue about why Christina was her person? Oh, I remember. I thought so. Um, I'm cool with that one. I, I like yeah, my person. That's cool. And then uh, the last one, or actually, there's a couple more. This just this that's all captioning a picture like this mm. like maybe you're wearing a shirt that says be happy and then you write this oh i think that's i think that's life that's okay yeah and so that happened or so this happened or oh, after something bad so the person who wrote new car who dis wrecks their car with the post and says so that happened yeah yeah that would be one too what else 702-364-9400 uh text line it is what it is what's <laughs> <laughs> oh in 1988 yeah i i that yeah that's what it is that's that's one that can go um that's what she said yeah that one i was using that i know some people who still use it and it's cute when they use it but it it is oh my gosh um dude and bro yes especially bro or bruh that like my kid calls me bruh and it makes me insane when she calls me bruh is brother different Yes, you call people brother. You sound Hulk, like Hulk Hogan every time you do it. Hello, brother. It's nice to meet you, brother. <laughs> you, buddy, oh, no. you say buddy, buddy, brother. I say totally and apparently. <laughs> I was looking for the apparently line. To drop uh, yeah, in here. apparently is my crutch. Oh my gosh, um, Steph, what's? Do you have a crutch like that? I don't know, but that remember we talked about ski the other day. <laughs> ski yeah, sexy been red duck in my head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Comedian Michael Rappaport is coming on the show next hour around 920. I'm gonna try my hardest not to be what's up, brother? Oh gosh, please. So listen no. for the interview. I'm gonna try I'm gonna make a note. Don't say brother, <laughs> but let's see if it slips out. He's calling the show next hour. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. I feel like today is the unofficial start of the holiday season because Starbucks came out with the holiday cups Oh, they did today? Yeah. It's here. Just around the corner, Starbucks has announced also some new menu items, their holiday cups, some gifts, all sorts of new offerings. So their new cup designs are the peppermint swirl, the bubble wrap, the party plane uh, plaid and the ribbon spool designs that feature holiday colors of green, pink, red, and white to capture the magic and joy of the holiday season, according to their press release. They also added a new seasonal cold cup design as well. Interesting. So they have some holiday beverages, the iced gingerbread oat milk chai, the peppermint mocha, the caramel brulee latte, and then the iced sugar cookie almond milk latte. So uh, a lot going on there. They also have a lot of uh, food options, holiday food. Uh, the cranberry bliss bar is back. I know that's a big fan favorite. And the, the peppermint brownie cake pop. So, yeah, it's uh, officially the holidays at Starbucks. So now if you get your red cup today, you'll know why now. It sounds <laughs> all sounds delicious. I don't it know does. why I thought of you when I saw this next story. I... I feel like you were a fan, but maybe I'm mistaking you for someone else. Uh Uh-oh. 
Did you like Huey Lewis in the news? Still do. Okay. You okay. Still do. Good. Yeah. Then that's I, why well, I I'm me. not. There's. There's been other people in our lives that were bigger fans than I was. Oh yeah, I know about that. But yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I, do, but, I yeah. do. I do. I do enjoy Huey and his music. Absolutely. Yes. Well, um, the they are going to be doing. Uh, there's a Broadway musical based on the music of Huey Lewis and the news, and it's going to Broadway. No kidding. That's yeah. The power of love. On Friday, March 29th, 2024, at the James Earl Jones Theater on Broadway, previews begin for The Heart of Rock and Roll, a musical based on the music of Huey Lewis and the News. They say the heart of rock and roll is so they're describing it as a raucous rom-com about, quote, a couple of 30-somethings who know exactly what they want from life until they find each other. If Huey Lewis is the one who set them straight. <laughs> Huey says, I've always been a storyteller, and it's a thrill to see my songs being woven together in service of a fantastic new story. Yes, the hits continue. This song right here. So this song is so weird. I made a pact with myself that I've been that I've kept for decades. I was singing this song all the time. It was like in the 80s at one point. I'm singing this song nonstop out loud. I'll never forget this moment. And my sister says, you've got to stop singing that song. And I looked at my sister. We're in my driveway. And I said, I will never sing this song again. And I've never audibly out loud sang this song since that day. Do it now. Nope. Do it now. No, I cannot. I think about all. The life of your dog depends on it. No. No, don't say that. (laughs) This is a pact that I made with with young JC. And I think of that moment all the time when I hear that song on the radio. I'm like, ah, I've never sang that song out loud since that day. A saying being the key word. Saying. Said, what? I would like a new drug. <laughs> I'm sure you said it many times, but you just didn't sing it. I didn't sing it in the 80s, and I didn't say it in the 90s. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, finally, this morning, uh, I don't know about this. This is kind of, I, I'm, I'm going to put a warning on this. This is a very disgusting story. So consider yourself warned. It's, it's up to you if you want me to go forward. It's Choose disgusting. your own adventure. I say, I say move forward. Okay. Um, so this guy in Utah named Caleb Woods uh, ordered Chick-fil-A through Grubhub the other day. Okay. Um, a sandwich meal with fries, milkshake. The food itself was fine. But instead of a milkshake, he got a warm cup of urine. And he did what with it? Well... Th- <laughs> And why do you get urine? Okay, it turns out the driver likes to save time by not taking bathroom breaks. So he uses empty cups to relieve himself in his car instead. And he accidentally gave Caleb the wrong styrofoam cup. Unfortunately, Caleb didn't realize it until he took a sip. And he says he immediately became physically ill. He called the driver back. There's a video of them meeting up in the driveway, and Caleb was pretty calm, all things considered. He reached out to Grubhub and says they took four days to get back to him, and then they issued him a partial refund. His meal was $25, and they only returned 18 They didn't refund the fees or the driver's tip. Grubhub said in a statement that they've been following up with Caleb to apologize and that the driver no longer works for them. Okay, the driver should not be handing urine to customers. I get that. But I put some of this on Caleb. If I'm expecting to be drinking a milkshake and I pick up a warm bottle of uh, a cup of urine, I'm going to realize there's a difference and maybe be cautious about it. But maybe, do you ever like forget what you ordered? Like, what did I get to drink again? Oh, 
Oh, <laughs> not that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Potions, potions. No. Oh, no. It's <laughs> so gross. Was that the last one? Yeah, or? that's it. Uh, okay, wrap your head around I that. Thought I'd, I, I thought I'd end on a happy note, you know. <laughs> oh, I do. Michael Rappaport joins the show in about 20 minutes. In just about 15 minutes, Michael Rappaport, actor, comedian, podcast host, TikToker, all sorts of things. He's going to be on the show. He is going to be performing at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club. Uh, super excited to talk to him. He'll be on in just about 15 minutes from right now. I was thinking of Brooklyn because she was kind of in the same situation. I was at SEMA. This would have been on Tuesday. And I was over there and I was just standing next to a guy. And he's got a cast on his foot and like a brace on his foot. And we just started having like small talk. And I asked him what happened, and he told me they broke his ankle. But but here's the crazy thing. He gives me the, the, the brief backstory. It was over the weekend. He's on his bike kind of messing around. Falls off. Ankle is sore. Swells up a little bit. Kind of thinks nothing of it. It's a little pain. I walk it off. Ends up traveling from wherever he's from to Las Vegas, walking around SEMA, doing his thing, checking in a hotel, all this other stuff. Wakes up Tuesday morning. The pain is really, really bad, so he goes to the hospital and finds out that it's broken. Walking around on a broken ankle for three days i think that happens more often than than people realize uh yeah because with my daughter with literally the er says um you should be fine the swelling will go down here's the nice bandage we're like okay so next day swelling's worse doesn't get better go to the regular doctor on monday and he's like oh my gosh this is bad you got to go to the orthopedic doctor. Go to the orthopedic doctor. And she's like, oh, yeah, you need to wear a boot. Um, I can't tell if it's broken because it's too swollen. So once the swelling goes down, then they see that there was a fracture in it. Oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. it's crazy. And she's, she's, she's now fully recovered, though. She's back, and she's doing volleyball, and she's back to 100%? Yeah, well, I'd say 90. She still complains of some some issues, and it gets sore very easily. So, um, But they say... A sprain is worse than a break sometimes. Oh, it is? Yeah. And so I think she did both, if that's possible. It was really bad. But have you ever had something broken and not even realized it was broken until way after the fact? And what was it? 702-364-9400. I'm really not surprised. And like I, I'm convinced I broke my finger way back in the day when I was playing basketball, and it just never healed right. It, I definitely dislocated it. But I feel like I broke it, too, because the way it healed, it looks so bizarre. It looks like I have carpal tunnel syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like, even my kids won't come near me with this hand. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're so grossed out with my pinky because it healed so weird. Mercedes was handing out uh, uh, candy on Halloween. The kids were, ah! I couldn't figure out why kids were crying after Stop they it. saw me. And then it's I'm like, ba- oh, it's because of my pinky. Sorry. <laughs> How did you do that? It's real. <laughs> they're like, those are great prosthetics. I'm like, uh, it's not. Kids are screaming. <laughs> now back to Mercedes in the morning. Are you ready for it? On Mix 94.1. He has been in over 60 films and TV shows. He has his own podcast, and he's going to be at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in November. Michael Rappaport's on the show. Hi, Michael. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Michael. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How's it going? Sorry. Uh, no worries. What's going on? We're so excited you're coming to Vegas. I am really, really, really excited to be coming to Vegas. I'm excited to be performing this weekend at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club. It's my first time performing in Vegas. I'll also be heavily involved in BravoCon, and um, I'm just excited to uh, come to the city. 
Wait, you're telling me in all your years of doing comedy, mm. you've never performed in Vegas before? Not well, not true. What I performed there once in like 1992 or three, but you know that's that's a lifetime ago. That so, was diff a different Vegas back then. That's different than Vegas now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not, it wasn't that far. I'm not that old. It wasn't like you know uh, I was hanging out with Sinatra and the guys. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like you know me and. Sammy and, you know, Dean were hanging out at the bar. But, yes, it was a while ago. Rappaport opened up for Sinatra back at the Riv in 62. Yeah. It, was, it was me. It was me and me, Sinatra, Dean Martin, and the, the, Flamingo, the Flamingo Room, you know, the original Flamingo Room. <laughs> they, they called it the Rap Pack instead of the Rat Pack. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, wait, what are you doing at BravoCon this week? Oh, what am I doing? What am I not doing at BravoCon? I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I, I'm a tremendous Bravo Real Housewives, uh, Vanderpump Rules fan. So I'm, I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting a few panels. It's like a, a kid in a candy store uh, for me this weekend. Getting to perform uh, Thursday and Friday at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club, and then just soaking up everything that has anything to do with Bravo TV. Okay, so let me ask you, what's your whole take on the Mauricio and Kyle situation ship? Okay, well, my take is, is that, listen, they've been together for a long time. From everything that I'm seeing, you know, they've grown apart. They created a beautiful family. They created a tremendous business. And they're both very likable. I, I think that we're looking to vilify one or you know, both of them, but I feel like, you know, they don't seem, you know, like pointing the fingers. So we can't point the fingers. So I think that they grew apart. And and, and I, I think if they're cool with what's going on, we should be cool. I don't think this is a scandal thing. And I think because it's Bravo, we want it to be scandalous, but I don't think there's a big scandal there. Man, I am so impressed. You really are into <laughs> this stuff. That is amazing. That's a good take, right? I mean, it, because it's Bravo. Like, we want to, like, be like, you know, she's this or he's that or someone cheated. But um, it, this is not scandal. This is not, you know, like a scandalous thing. It's it's cool because Mauricio's on Dancing with the Stars now. I know you were just revealed as the pickle on The Masked Singer, uh, and you were eliminated yep. a couple of weeks ago. Would you ever do Dancing with the Stars if they asked you to do that one? <laughs> Listen, if I, if I ever did Dancing with the Stars, it would be called Breaking Ankles with the Stars. I would hurt myself. <laughs> and, and you know, with, with the singing and, and the mass Singer, I was competitive. I was great. There's still a lot of people that are looking for a recount. Uh, they feel like I should have been voted off. Uh, Dancing with the Stars is, 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 I think, out of my... Uh, out of my realm of things I could do. I have rhythm and I can move, but it's never like full body. So I could do like shoulders and arms and upper body, or I could do lower body. But when it's time to like move the whole thing at once, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> well, you can, you can sing. You have, you have, you have a great voice. You can, you can obviously sing. Did you hear Flavor Flav do the national anthem this past weekend? And if anyone missed it, here's a little taste of that. And the Now, I'm going to say this with all due respect, and I'm going to say it one more time with all due respect. And Flavor Flav, 
we don't need to talk about him as, as a hip-hop icon. He also is a naturally extremely gifted musician. However, Flav, and I say this again one more time with love and respect, don't ever, ever, ever sing <laughs> the national anthem again. And, yes, if he could do the national anthem, I don't know why they're not asking for the pickle to come in and do the national anthem. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think he was that bad. I honestly think he really tried. You, listen, you, you know, E for effort, he's flavor Flav. He's going to give it his all, but that don't mean it was good. And, I, again, Flav is my guy. I, you know, I'm a fan. And, you know, when I see him, everybody loves Flav and Flav. But that was brutal to, to, to listen to. And no wonder the Milwaukee Bucks lost by, like, 30 points. <laughs> yeah, how does that boost up your team's morale? So like, he's singing them. I mean, they were confused. They, it's like sucked the life out of the team at, at, at before the game starts. That's awesome. Michael, man, we appreciate you calling in this morning. Michael, Rap Report will be at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. I appreciate the support, and I'm looking forward to a great uh, weekend in uh, – Vegas performing and doing all things BravoCon, and I appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, can't wait to see you. Michael Rappaport, thanks for calling the show. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys. Bye. Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics trending. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending? trending on Mix 94.1. The queen of Christmas is back. Mariah Carey is trending this morning in Light Clockwork. She rang in November 1st by dropping a video that shows her defrosting and ready to kick off the holiday season. Uh, it was it was like a bunch of she was in ice and she was in this vault and there was a bunch of scary characters like Halloween characters around her trying to blow dry bl- a block of ice that she was frozen in. And when they got her out, she said, it's Mariah says so. She uh, she may change her mind, though, because once she unthought, she found out that there's a $20 million lawsuit over this song. All I want for Christmas is you. That's uh, that's not good. So this lawsuit, it's if it sounds familiar, it's because it is uh, the this is filed by two guys, Andy Stone and Troy Powers, and they allege that that song, All I Want for Christmas is You, infringes on the Vince Vance and the Valiant's 1989 song with the same title. They say that her version shares substantial similarities in the hook, the melody, the vibe, and their original work. And they had previously filed that similar lawsuit last year but then they dropped it five months later so i don't know maybe they thought about it like dang it we shouldn't have done that let's do it again now that her song's gonna be big again and we'll get lots of press for it and it's the same title yeah um yeah yeah i'm, I don't, I'm trying to see if i can find it vince um, vance and the valiant well, it's a long name to look up also Cher's christmas album came out i wonder if Cher's gonna give mariah carey a run for her money because Cher's christmas album came out like two weeks ago it's the number there's actual christmas charts it's the number one album on the christmas charts Oh, boy. Let's see. Mm. We're going to have some divas going up against each other. So I found the Vince Vance and the Valiants on YouTube. Let me skip the ads here. Let's see. Oh, I've heard this song. I don't think they got a lawsuit. I've 
heard this song before. Oh, wait, we got it here. Hold on. Here's a cleaner version. I didn't realize that this was the song. Who is it? Vince Vaughn and the Valiants? Vince Vance and oh. the Valiants. Have you heard this before? I have. I didn't realize this was a song called uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. It's basically got the same title, but they sound totally different. Yeah, not even close. They're, I don't want to wait until it gets all the way to the chorus. So just leave it playing in the background. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, th- th- yeah, here it comes. Hold on. No, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway. This sounds like another old song. I feel like they stole the rhythm of this song from a different song. Like, I can see a couple slow dancing in some movie, but it's not a Christmas song. Here they say, all I want for Christmas is you. Alright. Yeah, I mean, you've got the same chorus, yeah. but I don't know that I would... We'll see where this goes, so... That is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Dua Lipa. The singer continues to tease new music. The question is, when is it coming? Well, now we have an answer. Sources say that she wasn't set to make her full musical return until next year. But this week, she's been teasing fans. On Tuesday, she shared a sample of her upcoming single, and there was a coded message at the end of the clip. And based on that... It looked like the song was titled Houdini. And then people were also noticing that the images related to the album were very similar to the imagery that Kate Bush used on her album, The Dreaming, which also has a track called Houdini. Then yesterday, she officially announced that, yes, Houdini is out on Thursday, November 9th, a week from today. Here's here's the audio teaser she gave us. Tell me all the ways you mean me. That sounds right. good. Yeah. I'll just, I just like, I just like that six second clip. I would, I, I, I'd buy that single. That's the new trend. Six second songs. Yeah. Tell me all the ways you All right, coming up next, we got some <laughs> jelly roll for you. We play six second songs here on Mix ninety four point one. And then finally, this morning, Trader Joe's is trending. You don't have to wait till Turkey Day to get your stuffing fix. Thanks to Trader Joe's, the supermarket chain has introduced a new snack. It's Thanksgiving stuffed season popcorn, and everybody's talking about it. A couple of years ago. TJ's gave us uh, Thanksgiving stuffing seasoned kettle chips, and now they're bringing that flavor to the popcorn. They describe it as seasoned with a seasonally appropriate blend of spices that includes celery seed, thyme, parsley, black pepper, and sage. It started rolling out to stores last week, so you might find it on your next Trader Joe's run, and that is what's trending. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Thanks so much for joining us. We will be back tomorrow for a finally Friday. Get ready to kick off the weekend. So looking forward to that. Also, a lot to get to tomorrow, including the 9 o'clock hour. We go all retro for you. 90s, 2000s, 2010s. It's the Friday Rewind. So make sure you think of the songs you want to hear. If we have it, we'll get it on for you. ASAP if we have it. <laughs> so sometimes you guys request some songs and we're like, what? <laughs> I, no, we don't have that. So that is all on the way tomorrow. We are headed out the door. J- is J Love up next or no, Steph up next? It's Heather. Oh, being, no, Heather. No, no, not Heather. It's Steph. It's Steph. Okay. Steph. Steph is on the way next. So keep it here. She's going to get you through your work day. And right now it's time for the line of the day. And comedian Michael Rappaport joined the show and he talked about 
the first time he performed in Las Vegas. I performed there once in like 1992 or three, but you know, that's, that's a lifetime ago. That so, was di- a different Vegas back then. That's different than Vegas now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not, it wasn't that far. I'm not that old. It wasn't like, you know, uh, I was hanging out with Sinatra and the guys. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, you know, me and Sammy and, you know, Dean were hanging out at the bar. But, yes, it was a while ago. He's funny. I love that guy. He is hilarious. Yeah, and I, I can't believe he's... Coming back after hanging out with Sammy and all those guys. It's crazy. The last remaining member. What would you call it? The, 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 not the rap pack? The, the Rappaport pack. <laughs> That'll do it for show number 1949 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.